What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Soul Therapy, the podcast, Show Me the Money 10 edition. I'm Daniel. Daytona. Today, we'll cover the team selection process. As usual, please subscribe to our podcast on all streaming platforms. Also, for more contents, please go and follow our socials at soul underscore therapy. And also, please support our page on Patreon at patreon.com slash join slash soul underscore therapy. So yeah, this week was all about picking the teams and... While most made sense, there were actually a lot of couple contestants that kind of shocked me in terms of who was picked up and who was also eliminated. And I'm looking at the teams and just, man, I think we have like a really strong kind of team set list. But I personally think there were a lot of, um, uh, I can say like biases between one team in terms of just kind of like the theme that they were going for you know especially with team uh toil yamta and um just the way that you know their team is built you know what i mean just uh we know what kind of concept they're going for which is to make like chart topping songs you know what i mean daniel you can just call it what it is this is called (laughs) bullshit this is fucking bullshit and i've had enough of this shit these days, I'm I'm a very angry person these days. Um, I hear you. The internet connection, um, our country is getting fucked up right now. Zuckerberg pissed me off. And then I'm in a midterm exam and my professors are pissing me off. And after all of that shit going in the world pissing me off, I tune in to show me the money. And then the motherfucker, the motherfucking program that is supposed to make me relax, that is supposed to, you know, kind of give me a, give me a good time, you know? Yeah fucked me up as well so mm. i got fucked in all four directions this this week and i hear you god just uh what the fuck is wrong with yamta i mean seriously <laughs> you know what the fuck is wrong with you know him? like there's something seriously wrong with him um it, it, before the recording of this podcast five minutes earlier he managed to piss me off again so today is going to be one of those rant episodes i have had the dude you picked up is thir- like 13 years old is it 12 12 12 13 12 13 yeah. now shout outs to him mm-hmm. i think his love for his music is there um he has passion for it oh yeah for sure yo don't go ahead and please abstain from trashing an elementary schooler. Please don't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But please go ahead and trash the motherfucker that decided to pick him up. Seriously. Like, this is such a spit in the face in the culture. And a spit in the face to the contestants as well. And I have been the biggest proponent of Yamta until now. People, there are lots of instances where people misconstrued him. Um, a lot of times where people thought he was nothing but a gimmick when he actually makes pretty kick-ass music it might not say, it may not seem that way on the surface but he has a certain amount of talent that is rare in this hip-hop scene yeah but that doesn't keep you from being a fucking jackass and he was an asshole he was a fucking asshole throughout this whole entire season he has been an asshole and now this is, but this takes the cake. You have seasoned veterans who have been doing music for how many years? You Long have seasoned, time. you have a rapper, Young Jaundice, I think, who had like 83 yeah. mixtapes in his catalog or something. Mm. 
Like you have serious rappers that put in everything, and they were. It's not mm-hmm. like they were bad rappers at all. I I wouldn't make a case for Sunny. Like he kind of sucked this season. But anyone else on that? Anyone on else on that list? Like really approached this culture with a lot of respect and gave mm-hmm. what was needed to the culture as well. Albums, solid yeah. amounts of work, and you just fuck them over, so you could just pick a pick a kid who doesn't have any songs out, who doesn't have an album, who doesn't have a fucking mixtape out, just because you feel good about it, just because he is not that serious when he makes music, like. If I was one of the contestants, I would be fucking furious. I really would. Even in the first fucking episode, where he goes ahead and just, like, passes among contestants. Not even a serious manner like The Quiet does. Like, for example, Mm. The Quiet was known for his, like, three-second judging. Which in itself is controversial, but at least he he had the courtesy to be, like... um, Appreciate for... He knew what he was doing. Appreciate the contestant for at least coming here. Mm -hmm. Yamta wasn't that. Yamta was like, ah, fuck off, man. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, from yeah. the first fucking episode to the second where you didn't even hear someone rap and you still made, like, gave a pass to them. Like, is this how you live your life? Is this how you're like, not, not, just, the, not just the judging, like, the producer thing. Like, is this how you mm-hmm. live your life? You just fuck over people when you feel like it? Just because you don't feel that good, feel good that day, or just because you're you think people who are serious don't deserve attention, like this is the epitome of TikTok culture and whatever this this bullshit is going on these days. About somehow, mm. if you put in the work in, if you somehow are a little bit more serious, a little bit toned down, I guess you get fucked over. Yeah. What what is this shit? The world is going. The world is becoming a shit mode, and I know this is an exaggeration, but still, the world is going into shit mode. And people like these kind of attitudes think that ah, it's not funny. I don't give a shit, motherfucker. You, you, like if this is music, so it's better. You have these kind of people in politics. You have these kinds of these kind of people in economics. You have these kind of people in important positions that is fucking society over. And now I have to see that shit on a fucking music music edition program as well. Everything yeah. is just a fucking joke to them. Fuck these kind yeah, of people. I'm sick of these kind of people. What, like, where is the small modicum of humility within you? People literally worked years, years of putting countless hours of work. And then mm-hmm. for you, for them to have some sort of opportunity in this fucked up world where people are not awarded the chances or opportunities that they really want to get. And then you just yeah. say, "Ha ha! I don't care. You're too serious, man. Seriously, I this this is a question back to him. Seriously, this is how you treat people. This is how you treat contestants. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm to me, seriously disappointed here. No, I I completely agree with you. It it kind of got on my nerve to the point where I kind of just like, if I was in this position, I would be like, am I like really doing the right thing? Like, do I even know what I'm doing here? You know." It's. It almost seems as if he's not taking this seriously at all. It almost seems like it's a continuation of high school rapper. You know what I mean? Like he just. No, this is worse. Anything... This is worse than high school rapper Daniel. Mm-hmm. This is actually the worst I've ever seen in Show Me the Money history. That that last episode, like, like even the season eight where it was regarded mm-hmm. as a totally shit season. At least they had the, the decency to drop Yuja. In from mm. the main tournament, from the main rounds, mm-hmm. where you have to make songs with them, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and the kids they actually picked up in the last seasons actually knew how to rap properly. Mm-hmm. This kid has a lot of uh, passion in him, but y- you can hear it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's there, not. It, there still needs improvement. N- a lot of improvement, actually. There's mm-hmm. a, a very fast room for improvement. the The kid doesn't even know how to rhyme properly yet. The kid doesn't know how to flow properly yet. I am sick I and tired of this shit. Yeah, it's uh, um, it's to me when I see all the artists who are left out, like Kitsyog, Blase, you know, Sunny, you know, Ohio Rabbit, Young Jondens, and I'm just like, man, this season has a lot of talented artists. Like the fact that, you know, let's kind of, I, I, I just kind of want to step aside from the, you know, the Yumta, but the fact that we have so many. Talented artists in this season, like the fact that they had to eliminate some of these talented artists was like, wow! It just shows that this this season especially has a lot of potential, a lot of talent. But then the fact that it kind of had to be ruined halfway, where you know you got one team that really just kind of just kind of is taking this kind of as a joke. You know what I mean? Like he's kind of just laughing at his way through the program, or he's not. Just because he has like all this fame, he's not even knowing how to use fame properly, but rather just kind of like thinking he's he's right all the time. He thinking he's the boss, and I'm just like, dude, like, what are you doing, man? Like, you're this is like, like, I'm not gonna be disrespectful to Yumta because oh, I am going to be though. So you have to keep me in check, I guess. (laughs) But like you can't just be running your mouth trying to act like you're the god of like show me the money like first of all sir this is your first time joining but also <laughs> like you're not like a really a skillful rapper you know yeah skill wise he's not exactly a technician yeah exactly and so for from. you to think for you to think that you're all that and to like not even like listen to other people's um verses or rhymes and to just kind of skip over them as if like they're a joke it's just unnecessary it's just disgraceful it's it's actually a shame dude i i actually feel bad for m that for cat like trying to cast team yumta you know it's like uh so i just look yeah i know what you're going for um like my blood is boiling right now the biggest disappointment for me here is I am a person who believes that there shouldn't be billionaires. If you make a mm-hmm. billion dollars, you didn't do it on yourself. You exploited people for it. Mm-hmm. If you have an absurd amount of money in this society, you didn't do it yourself. The self-made billionaire shit needs to go. Why? Mm. It's simply not true. And most of those motherfuckers were not self-made. People, I am sick and tired and disgusted and horrified with the world when you when i see people standing the likes of a elon musk or a jeff bezos mm. this whole Webermenschian archetype and fantasy is a fucking lie mm. they have privileged fathers and in the case of elon musk he was a billionaire that benefited off of um his father owning a diamond emerald mine i think i think so yeah in south africa during the height of apartheid now, the reason I'm mentioning this is because hip-hop, in a sense, is kind of an antithesis to this. In a sense. Mm. It still plays with the Wibbermation fantasy. It still plays with your Jay-Zs. It still plays with your Tokis and stuff like that. 
what I'm trying to say here is the one thing that is different with people like Toki and people like Elon Musk is that they truly are self-made. They came from yeah. nothing and they made mm-hmm. it up because of the um as a result of their own labor. They didn't right. exploit people. They actually did it with their own. They mixed everything. They engineered almost everything. They did it out of the fruits of their labor. The result of the fruits of their labor was made by themselves. Right. This is what makes hip-hop kind of sort of a antithesis and kind of a hope in modern society. And Yomta mm-hmm. is one of the biggest examples of doing that. Why? He made his merchandise on his own, right? Right, yeah. He delivered it all on his own. Right. So he literally exploited almost zero labor into getting where he is. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? In a world yeah. full of sick men and women who fuck other people over and pretend that they did all of that shit on their own and say that they don't want to pay taxes or tr- contribute to the community, that kind of example becomes another kind of... That kind of example really puts hope into people. Right. That's what Yumta signified for me. He was basically the last reason why I believed in capitalism, even in the littlest shred of things. And the inner socialist within me, or the, maybe an inner anarchist, whatever it is, the inner leftist, I'll say. The inner leftist, leftist in me is like, you know what? Maybe, maybe there is some shred of salvation, a shred of morality left in this system. And Yomta kind of betrayed me with this season. No, I hear you. No, yeah. This it's... is definite proof, again, that the Webermanship prototype is a fucking lie. There's no such thing as a person who will make it to the top and actually care about the people that is below you. They may care about mm. the small circle of people that is around them. But once they reach the reach that kind of position, they forget where they came from. They forget about it. They're disdain for poor people, for people who are disenfranchised and people who are robbed of our robbed of opportunities just fucking evaporate. And they'll say, well, if you... And they'll come still to justify that position. They'll make stupid shit up like, well, if you want to change the system, you have to go to the top of that. Motherfucker, shut the fuck up. You were supposed to do that. <sighs> the reason I, I have... I really view this culture, be it Korean, be it American, wherever it might be, be it in Britain, be it in South Africa, wherever it is. This culture gave a voice to the underprivileged. Right. Be it classist, be it of ethnic ethnic issues, be it by geography, be it by age, whatever. The whole system of hip-hop was supposed to work under a modicum of respect. Mm Mm-hmm. Wherever your position within society is, as long as you can make great music, you are supposed to be respected. So when it comes to the minimum of trying to, like, in the devil's advocate here, maybe, what Yumta did in the first round may be excused. Like, if I really become lenient to his, because there Mm -hmm. are posers within this culture. But at this point, at this sort of episode that is going on, they are all quality rappers that didn't make any mistakes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. This is so disrespectful. 
this is yeah. shaking the core of why what I believe is supposed to be the center of this culture, what this culture is supposed to be about. And I hate the fact that the only re- the way we can actually manifest it into something useful is an addition program such as showing me the money. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make excuse anyone who's like acting the same fucking way that the establishment wants you to. Right. You're part of the problem now. You started as maybe he he might be an example to fuck. He was the same motherfucker. Mm. What is this shit supposed to be? God, I'm just fucking pissed these days. Like with the whole fucking Dave Chappelle thing and all my heroes, shout out to JP Mafia, I guess all my heroes are becoming fucking cornballs. They're corny and not in their only corny. They turned out to be fucking jackasses. I feel stupid for having defended this man, even in... T- I, yeah, I, I should I, have never trusted these motherfuckers. I never should have trusted these motherfuckers. It's that simple. You I get you. that I, much of amount of money, you have to act like one. Yeah. Yeah. But no seriously, give, give me one motherfucker. Give me one motherfucker who has that much absurd amount of money. Because the quiet isn't even in this example. The like I I I'm positive Yumta is way much more than the quiet has the money the quiet has. Give me one motherfucker who had this amount of social success in this amount of short time and actually turned up turned out to be a good person. Give me one example. Uh, granted, uh, I still root for Kunta, I guess. Even though he's okay. uh, he's under Team Yumta, but as a team, mm-hmm. I guess Zayantian Sloan seems a good idea. Seems to be a good idea, uh, because you just um, you just seem very you just sound very decimated right now. <laughs> but I hear you. I I, I totally yeah. understand where you're. Like fuck, they even have the same company name as I do. Yeah. By by the way, my name was first. So. <laughs> um. I want to see individual players winning, winning, but I think uh, I can get behind everyone in Zion's team. So yeah, I was actually surprised. Yeah, like North North Face God really surprised me. I was like, whoa, North Face got to Team Zion and Sloam, and you know, I was really happy with the HS going and getting picked up by Team uh, Zion T and Don Mills joining that team, Kaki joining that team, but on it all in all, I just think all these uh rosters are like, you know, are like really set or like kind of balanced out. I do think Team Grey Noma has a really stacked uh team. Like it's going to be a really difficult um task for the producers to, you know, eliminate one contestant because I think all five of those contestants mm. are amazing, especially Anne and Delight. Dude, yeah. he actually surprised me, dude. Like, I think he has a lot dude, of he has this broad spectrum, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm just looking at the whole roster, and I'm like, oh, these teams are like really set to go, and I, I'm like super excited. But I, I hear you. This this episode was totally a huge, you know, debacle, and I think we only can hope for the best. And I know that's not going to sound any better, but I think hopefully in the the team mission, like the song, uh, the you know the song missions um mm. hopefully um that kind of like clears up the fogginess of the the episode that we witnessed you know and so 
yeah, you know, well, that's all the time we have for today. But please do comment and let us know what you think of the teams and the whole Team Yumta issue. As usual, please subscribe to our podcast on all platforms and also follow our social media page at soul underscore therapy. Thank you guys so much and see you guys next time. Peace. Yeah, peace. Peace.